Hello, my creative friends. Welcome back to the Do It For The Process podcast. I am happy to be with you today. I've had a beautiful week since we last talked. A lot of nature, a lot of time in the sun, so much time in the sun, time outdoors, time in the water, time in the ocean, time in the mountains, just like, oh, it's been very sweet and very rich and very beautiful. So that has been a treat and is kind of uh, the neighbor to the topic that we're going to focus on today. If you're new here, before I get into it, hi, I'm Emily Jeffords. I'm an artist, educator. I love a good cup of coffee. I didn't go a day without a good cup of coffee, even when I was remote in the um, in the mountains or you know making your way to the beach and just being distracted and busy. Um, I love playing with new mediums, which we're going to talk about today as well, which has also been the quiet focus of my time since our last podcast. We're going to talk today about play. Um, we've been talking a bit about restoration and rest and inspiration gathering and just kind of giving you an update on my life, which has required a lot of that recently. And the other side of that, once you begin to step into a little bit of that, um, you have a reserve built up of goodness inside of your creative self. The other side to that is you get to play. You get to um, let yourself feel free and to feel expressive in ways that you really honestly can't do when you're in that deficit phase. So I hope you've been following along and that you have a little bit of a reserve built up, that you have a little bit of a store of goodness built up inside of you. And if you need some tips on that, I feel like I am depleted. <laughs> I really recommend you go back and listen to the podcasts on inspiration, inspiration, gathering, inspiration, creation, inspiration, storing. Um, it's a, it's a beautiful thing that you can actually create inspiration inside of your body. We talked about this last week a little bit, but I recommend, um, spending some more time with that. If you need more, there's more in this, in this podcast. Uh, there's more episodes about that is what I mean. When your reserve is full, um, I was talking to the membership that I lead called the collective about this in our last live workshop. And we were talking about inspiration creation and what it feels like to be in burnout, what it feels like to, uh, to me, burnout feels like you are holding a match and the match is your energy. And when you get to the end of your energy, the match is too close to your fingers. The fire is too close to your fingers. It hurts. You eventually drop the match. To me, that's burnout. Rarely do we let ourselves actually burn. <laughs> it's not in our nature far more often we drop the match. We're like, I'm out, I'm done, I'm shutting this down, I need to restore, I need to rest, I need to stop this pain, this is hurting me. Um, that's so common. And the beautiful thing about uh, about being a creative and about being someone that really like works in inspiration is what we're doing as creative entrepreneurs and as artists. What we're doing is working with a resource that is renewable. It is much more like a plant than it is like a match. So while the match does get too close to your fingers every now and then, and you might be in that deficit phase where you're like, this match is too hot, I need to stop, I need to rest. Unlike that match, inspiration and energy, the energy that we need to store up inside of us to create, they ebb and flow and they grow and, and shrink 
and they restore and they're you know replenished and deplenished and it's just really beautiful inhale and exhale is what i call it inside of um we have some trainings on this inside of my membership the collective because it's a really common thing that all of us have to work through and work in and um both like create but also manage and nurture and be okay with things tipping you know, into that reserve a little bit, like decreasing a little bit and then increasing and um, being in that very natural cycle of ebb and flow, the inhale and the exhale. So if you've been focusing, like I have, on building up that reserve, growing that energy and inspiration, growing that space where you have creative energy to tip into your creative work, into your painting practice, into your weaving practice, into your poetry practice, whatever your thing may be. If you've been working on replenishing, then I I heard this really beautiful thing. I think it was on TikTok. Don't judge me for that, okay? Wisdom can be found everywhere. (laughs) But um, it was this beautiful analogy of, I don't give from an empty cup. I don't give from a full cup. The full cup is me. The full cup is my need. My needs are now met when my cup is full. I will only give from the saucer. And I just love that so much because what that says to me is I have to make sure that my needs are being met. Not just that I can give from something that's half full or half empty, but I have to make sure that I am full and then I can give you something or I can give my creative practice something or I can give my my business something. Before my needs are met and my energy and my inspiration tank is full, I don't have anything to give you. Um, don't take out of my reserves, please. That's not healthy. So I love that metaphor of only giving from the saucer. And if your saucer has a few drips of goodness inside of it, if you've overflowed a tiny bit into it, this is when we get to play. And I highly recommend that if you have something in your saucer, I think this metaphor is so cute. If it's not working for you, just, you know what I mean. If you have anything in your saucer, the first thing you should do is not go and deplete that energy by spending it on something that needs you, quote unquote, or that you should do. What you should do, in my opinion, I used to should. Okay, fine. That one, that one stands. Okay. What you should do is play. I recommend playing because what playing does is it gives you more energy. It gives you more creative, um, just that magic, that feeling, you know what I mean? I'm sure you felt it where it's like this tingly thing that happens in your brain and in your body. And you're just like, Oh, I want more. I want more of that. Those of us that tend to manifest this kind of inspiration of this kind of magical feeling. Um, we really need to invest in that manifestation moment. And when I say manifest, I don't mean like the whole woo woo thing, although yes to that. What I mean is uh, we can generate, we can create, we can conjure up this magical thing we call inspiration or creative ability or creative energy or um, the desire to make something amazing. It can be a, a pie, it could be a garden, it could be a painting, it can be a designing a new car. I don't, what the thing doesn't matter as much as the magical energy that that it is. Um, those of us that have that innately inside of us, which is probably most people, but if it's you, um, I, I just ugh, invest in it, invest in it. I 
know what it's like to go too long without investing in that reserve, without investing in that saucer energy, that saucer space. I am also a professional artist. This is my job. I've made my living by being an artist for years. And I also know what it's like to just give from the reserves and they feel drastically different. The work that I want to create is drastically different. The way that I want to grow my business is drastically different. When I have inspiration and something that feels exciting and oftentimes new, but not always new, sometimes just like desire and desire can be for something that feels familiar. It doesn't have to be something novel all the time, but oftentimes there's just something that feels fresh. It feels like, Ooh, yeah, I want to go do that. That sounds so exciting to me. I'm going to recommend this summer, especially during the summertime when things can be a little bit more flowy and bright, and maybe you have kids that are um, consuming some more energy from you. Maybe you have travel that's kind of taking you out of the normal flow of life a little bit. There's just a few delightful hiccups in the summertime, right? Like things that are just different and magically fun and exciting. During this time, I am going to strongly recommend that you invest in your energy pools and that you invest in play. And I do say invest and I do say play because I know that we're all adults and we like to hear investment and think that we're all fancy and doing the right thing. And you are, but we're still humans and kids do one thing really well. I have three children who just got back from the beach. Um, they play so well. And I don't think that adults and children are really that different. I think that we just begin to stack up a lot of shoulds and a lot of parameters and a lot of um, guidelines and rules. And (laughs) we bring referees in to like guard our play and to make sure that it's fair. And we just do all these things to make it all boring and stiff. And then we add in the social norms that, oh gosh, they're so debilitating. Um, I found myself at the beach with, you know, like it was the 4th of July weekend. It was busy. It was just, it was a busy popular beach. There were, there were showers at this beach. So, you know, it was, it was one of the more popular ones. Um, and there were like people everywhere. And I found myself not being as wild and free as I had been the day prior. I was also probably a little bit more tired. So I'll give myself that, but the day prior we were just like running through the water and just going for it and being silly and fun and free and just i don't know we looked absurd i guarantee you but yes thank you i'll look absurd all day long if i can just be with my children and be that happy and that joyful and that free but the social norms snuck in when i was around you know, a hundred other adults who were just laying quietly in the sand. And don't get me wrong, I love laying in the sunshine. I love reading. I tried to read. I read maybe 20 pages the entire trip. That's okay though, because we were having the most delightful time. But playing is something that children do very, very well. And it awakens something inside of them, inside of all of us, that replenishes something deep inside of our brains, deep inside of our bodies, deep inside of our hearts play. It doesn't mean you have to run through the beach. doesn't mean you have to be super active. It doesn't mean you have to be, um, you know, a 
you don't have to do anything that feels really outside of your comfort zone. And what I mean by play is do something that excites you and something that feels like you're not going to be very good at it. I think I think play in the best in the best sense is something that has basically no risk involved in the rights or wrongs. You can't really do it wrong. You can't really do it right. You're just you're just doing it. Um, it's very mindful in that sense. It's very it's very in the moment. It's something that you do for pleasure. It's something that you do because it makes you happy. It makes you feel alive and free in some way. So ways that I played this week creatively. I began my week at the mountains, as I said. Um, I went to a cabin. I was gifted a couple nights at this most beautiful cabin um, about maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes from my house in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. I'll link it here. It was so beautiful. I recommend if you're in the area check it out. It's stunning. I went to the cabin and I brought art supplies with me that are, in fact, I bought new art supplies. I didn't even bring art supplies that are new, that are unfamiliar to me. I just bought new things. I bought this really cool pen that I have no clue how to use. I played with it. It was very, very fun. I bought some pastels. I bought some pencils, charcoal, like a white charcoal pencil, things that I've used before, but just they're not part of my, you know, my normal practice. I brought some cyanotypes that I completely messed up in the exposure process. And now there's just these like really abstract, beautiful blue papers. I, this, this should be the visual part of the podcast. I don't know. I'm sorry. This is not a YouTube show, but it totally should be because these things are so pretty to look at. Um, but I, I brought things that were new to me and that made me just be a total beginner. Um, that was kind of scary because I was going to look at my work at the end of the day and be like, well, cool. I am not very good at art or I'm trying something new or this turned out really great. Surprise, surprise. Um, but that sense of there are no rights and wrongs. It's really, really freeing if you can tip that into your creative practice, because we often don't get that as professionals who are also creatives. We get, um, we kind of get stuck in this this mindset of, you know, creating really good work. Everything has to be good. Everything should be better than the last thing that you created. Uh, if you have like your style nailed down, it should just be consistent every time you can try new things, but like, also please don't please just create what your audience wants to see. Please post the same things on social media all the time. Please don't try anything new. Please, you know, create the same kind of images, the same kind of videos, the same kind of emails, the same, same kind of everything. Everything should stay the same. I would say like even weaving poetry into this podcast is me trying something kind of new and it feels kind of fun. So I'm going to do it for a little bit. So this week I brought new art supplies to the, to the uh, mountains that I'd never used before. It was so fun. I finished four pieces while I was there. Three of them are good, I think. I'm going to revisit them and check them out in a couple days. Uh, one of them is not good. That's okay. That's totally okay. It's very normal. Uh, one of them blew away, which is just so sad, but it's okay. I know that I have the ability to create things that I like again, so it's okay. It went back to nature where it belongs. And I have a giant stack of papers still to be created on, so that's kind of exciting and fun for me. Um, no clue what's going to happen with that or when, but hopefully someday and soon, and hopefully it will be beautiful. That happened at the beginning of the week. 
from Wednesday onward, I was in the sunshine and at the beach with my children and my sister. It was so happy. It was so happy. And I brought art supplies there. I brought a book to read. <laughs> I just had all these aspirations, right? Um, I brought things for us to work on together. We brought new art supplies. <sighs> I didn't even open the art supply box while we were there. And I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad at all. We had the best time. We filled every moment with smiles and delight and I have no regrets. What I did do, however, is let myself play with new mediums. So spontaneously, I began creating these photographs that make me really excited. I'm sure if a photographer looked at them, they'd be like, oh, these are, you know, the exposure is not quite right or the ISO is off or whatever. I don't know. They make me happy. I think they're beautiful. They're aesthetically very pleasing in my opinion. And it just kind of happened. We were at the beach late at night, um, like around 9 PM. And I just began photographing things with very low exposure and, um, the waves are moving and crashing and everything looks kind of ghostly and magical and poetic. They make me so happy. Like I might print them out and look at them more. <laughs> They make me happy. So that was a medium that snuck up on me. And I began thinking about photography, much less like capturing an image or capturing a moment to remember for later. And more like I think a fine art photographer thinks about photography, where it's like capturing an emotion and movement in this split second of time and composition and color and, you know, just thinking more abstractly about them. They're very abstract. And it was so fun. It was so fun for me. So I did that. I'm also working on a writing prompt. We'll see how it goes, but every day I'm writing something based on a prompt and it's been a fun way to just expand. Um, you know, I write a lot for myself, but having a prompt is just a new switch for my brain to work through. And again, it's not at all like, my, my creative practice is oil painting or at least painting in general. And this isn't that at all. These are two mediums that have nothing to do with painting, but they activate my brain in a way that feels like play. It feels like it's filling up my saucer with more magic. And I am here for that. Give me so much freedom, so much play, so much restoration, please. Ooh, I love it. I've also been playing in my business. So you can tip the idea of play into your studio. You can also tip it into your business. So I recommend playing in your business. Nothing is sacred. Nothing is set in stone. The moment something is set in stone, it's probably failing. Oh, I can attest to that. Um, there have been many, many months where I was like, let's just do the exact same thing. It's working. Let's do it again. Let's make it simple. Let's make it easy. Let's just rinse and repeat. And rinsing and repeating is very smart. And if you're in my membership, if you are taking my course this fall, <gasps> did you hear that? Yes. Making our work is coming back. Uh, the doors will open in late August, which is about a month. Well, no, not a month. It's about two months away. Um, I'm so excited. I am so excited. And this is another area we, we are not rinsing and repeating. Making your work is shifting. If you've taken it in the past, stay tuned. You get a discount on joining us again this year. If you're newly enrolled, you are in for a treat. I am so excited about this. It's going to be so full of life. 
and just the thing that you need to take your business from wherever it is and greatly expand it and watch it grow and just feel confident, feel deeply empowered to make your business successful and profitable and something that actually has weight and strength and the sustainability that you need to grow something that will last for your whole entire life. I am very convinced of this. I've watched it happen inside of the or inside of making our work. Um, this is our fifth year doing it. So I have so many success stories. Like, oh my gosh, the people that have gone through this course are incredible. I'll tell their stories at a different time. This yeah, okay. Anyways, I, I'm letting I'm letting our our my team, I'm letting us play with the course, even though it's already successful, it's doing its thing very well. It has its tried and true things that we we're not changing the you know the true 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 goodness of it. We're just playing with it a bit um, as far as the marketing goes and as far as the course itself and making sure that it remains alive and that it doesn't become stale and stagnant because I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. No, thank you. So. Um, bringing that life into my business, that play, that exploration, that experimentation. Honestly, it's risky. Like experimenting in your business is risky and risky can be scary sometimes. <laughs> it can be scary a lot of times actually, especially if you are the primary breadwinner as I am, especially if you have a lot of just unknowns in your life as I do. Um, risks can be a little disconcerting, even if you don't have a lot riding on, you know, the success of your business or, or, or the, if you can kind of ebb and flow a little bit there, that's lovely, but it's still risky. It still feels nerve wracking to put yourself out there and to not know how it's going to land. But when you feel alive, when you feel vibrant, you begin to create things that are true magic. In my opinion, the photos that I took late at night in the ocean are magic because I wasn't planning on taking them. I didn't go there with the intent of taking these images. I just saw something magical and said, oh, I can make that. Let me get out my camera. Let's go. And then I thought I left my camera on the beach, but I actually didn't. I left it on the sidewalk by the car, but that's a different story. It was, <laughs> oh, there's always something, right? I got it. Don't worry. My camera's in my possession. Um, I don't think I breathed any breaths until I got it back, but somehow um, I made it to the beach from our hotel and it was a whole thing. Anyways, um, I just saw some magic and I and I embraced it and I went for it. And that doesn't always happen, by the way. I'm not saying that like, mm, aren't I amazing? There are many, many times where I see magic and this is why it's so important to make sure that you're full, that, you're, that your inspiration tank is full because there are many times when I've seen magic and I've gone, yeah, that's nice. And I have no energy to do it, or I don't even see it, or I see someone else doing it, and that's awesome. And I like, you know, I love that for them, but I want some magic too, right? You want some magic too, I'm sure. Or I see the idea and then I try to execute it, but I'm too fatigued to do it well, which is where I was when I was talking in our last episode. I was a bit afraid of that. That was at the root of my um, my need for that reframe that we discussed where you know we have our affirmations, we give to ourselves, we pour into ourselves, we nourish ourselves, and then we can create good work. 
there have been many times where I've stepped into the studio with this great vision, but my energy hasn't been replenished enough to execute my vision. So then it kind of just, ugh, kind of goes away. Or I don't have the energy to practice. That's a better way, to, better way to put it. I don't have the energy to practice because it's pretty rare for you to walk into the studio and just create something magical at the first go when you're not, you haven't practiced, you haven't put in your hours, you haven't put in your, your hands don't have their, their rhythms memorized. You don't have that muscle memory yet. You just, it's your first time, right? It's like playing the piano. It's not going to be very good at the first, the first go around. Um, Putting in that practice takes energy, and to do that energy, you have to have your cup at least a little bit full. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But play in your in your creative practice and play in your business. Find ways to energize yourself. Try making a new product. Try marketing in a slightly different way. Try marketing in a different place. Maybe a whole new platform is what you need. If so. I think TikTok is very fun right now. I, I'm not doing it well. Don't don't go follow me quite yet, <laughs> but um, I'm definitely thinking about it and definitely kind of just watching what's happening in that space. I love Instagram. Do follow me on Instagram, please. It's where I spend most of my energy marketing, so definitely follow me there. Um, I love email still. If you are a business owner who has not begun your email marketing journey, number one, please do. Number two, please also do join Making Art Work because I will help you do that well and do that thoughtfully and grow your email list very intentionally and very consistently, um, as well as your Instagram. Really anywhere you want to market, we can help you grow and just find your voice and find your footing in those spaces. So consider that. Keep that on your radar. Doors open at the end of August. Um but playing in your business is a really beautiful way to keep you engaged and off of autopilot. Autopilot is so boring. It's great while you're in the car. You can focus on something else and think about something else. Awesome. Big fan. Autopilot in your life. Ugh. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> Unless it comes to laundry or monotonous tasks that you just have to like accomplish and then move on. That's fine. But things that should invigorate you and add to your life, things that should make your life more enjoyable, the fewer of those I can have on autopilot and in my conscious realm, the better all the time and the better. So think about ways that you can expand your creativity and tip it into your business, tip some play into your business, try something new. Nothing is precious. Take a risk. Maybe you go on video. Maybe you go on video. Is that what we say? No, maybe you make a video. <laughs> maybe you begin email, uh, your email marketing journey. Maybe you begin your newsletter. Maybe you begin offering a new product, um, marketing your space, your work in a new, a new venue, a new show, a new, take a risk, take a risk. Your work deserves it. You deserve the play. You deserve to take things less seriously. If they fail, it's totally fine no big deal at all. Especially in the marketing world, if things fail, it mostly means nobody saw them. So it's completely fine. <laughs> it's completely fine. If you go viral and you don't like what happens, that's a different thing. We can obviously course correct that. There's some PR. You can just shift, you know, shift the energy in the room quite a bit. Um, but that's so, so rare. That's so rare. Don't even think about it. Why did I even say it? Get it out of your head. It's not going to happen to you. Don't even worry about it. 
What's more likely to happen is you begin to find new ways of exciting yourself. You begin to find new ways of going, oh, I like that. And even if no one sees it, you had fun. And if they do see it, they probably had a lot of fun too, because we all love new things that excite us. Um, and if they see it and it goes well, then awesome. Do more of that and then shift it and change it again and try something new again. Just like in your studio practice, you are allowed to evolve. Your voice is allowed to evolve. This podcast has evolved. Everything evolves. Um, I think that's the most beautiful and powerful thing about being a creative is we are uniquely equipped to be good at evolution. So give yourself that power, speak that power to yourself, like and let, let yourself know that you are uniquely equipped to evolve. I'm gonna read a few pages from Young Pueblo's book, Inward, and there's just a few lines per page, so don't let this uh, scare you when I say I'm gonna read a few pages. It's just a little bit of, of text. But these words string together to really bring home the idea that you are grounded and rooted in creativity and inspiration and this beautiful energy that we can all tap into, but that you are a holistic being. And just like I talked about that, that full cup spilling into the saucer metaphor, if you are depleted, your creativity is also going to be depleted. So it's just a very beautiful, holistic way of discussing this and really brings it back to you which I always want to leave you centered and nourished in you because you're, you are the center of your creative practice. You are the center of your creative business. So if you are tipping over into that um, saucer well, and you have excess to give, then awesome, beautiful. You're, you're thriving, but more than likely you might feel a bit tapped out and like you're maybe giving from the reserves a little bit too often and that match is getting a bit too close to your fingers too frequently and that is not sustainable. Ask me how I know. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay, let's get to these words. This is from the book Inward and they are so beautiful. If you spend too long not letting yourself be creative, you can literally start feeling sick. You were born to create. Let it flow. Do not overthink it. I am not fully healed. I am not fully wise. I am still on my way. What matters is that I am moving forward. I knew I was on the right path when I started feeling peace in situations where I would normally feel tension. Find the tools you need to heal. Every time I meet more of myself, I can know and love more of you. A person grows in beauty whenever they move away from what harms them and into their own power. Never forget the ones who saw greatness in you, even in your darkest moments. Mm. Where do good decisions come from? A calm mind. How can you measure your peace? By how calm you stay during a storm. How do you know if you are attached to something? Because it creates tension in your mind. Where are the greatest revolutions fought in one? In the heart. Do you know why you are powerful? Because you can change the future. Feed your fire, cleanse your air, tend your earth, treat your water. Self-care. I love those lines so very much. Again, that's by Young Pueblo and it's from his new book, Inward. And 
it's truly beautiful. Okay, as you step into the rest of your summer, where you know it's July, we're tipping through it. So you, as you step into it, try to play as often as you possibly can. It can be in anything. The the medium, the method does not matter to me at all. If playing looks like gardening today, then do that consciously be aware of it let it fill you if it looks like baking a pie if it looks like knitting if it looks like creating a video for instagram if it looks like whatever notice it let it fill you let it be inside of you let it just be a source of delight channel that childish energy of just being on the beach and feeling pleasure. It is so powerful and so important and so life-giving. So I want you to do that as often as possible and see how it transforms you first and foremost and your creative practice secondarily and your business after that in that order. Again, making artwork opens at the end of August, put it on your calendar, plan on joining us. I can't wait to get to know you and your business intimately and uh, to support you and to just really nourish you and your creative business inside of that space. It is so very fun and life-giving and transformative. It's like getting an MBA for your business, but in nine weeks, which is awesome. I can't wait to meet you in there. Um, I'll be back here in two weeks with more inspiration, more practical advice. There are so many episodes. If you're hungry for more right now, go back and listen to the archives. Even if you listen to them again, I guarantee there's something else in there that you need now because we're always evolving, right? We're always changing. And that means that the words that you might've heard in the past are gonna land different now and they're gonna speak to you in a different way. If you wouldn't mind, um, do me a favor. I would love for you to rate and review this podcast. And if you didn't like it, just don't. But if you do enjoy this podcast, you've made it this far, I'm imagining you do. Um, your words mean a lot to me. I read the reviews. I really enjoy hearing from you and getting your feedback, getting your just your support, your words of encouragement, your stories are so powerful to me. So take a moment to do that. It can be short, it can be quick and easy. Um, I just really appreciate that. And it would mean a lot to me. All right, be back in two weeks. Bye for now.